Hello and welcome to another Rise and Grind podcast. I sat there watching TV last night and watching a movie that I like to watch from time to time. And it just dawned on me that it's just like the country that I actually live in. And the movie is The Walking Dead. People walking around like zombies, eating up all the good people, just brainless. It it just boggles my mind how I see things going on in this country that I thought I would never see happening and how people are acting as if everything's okay. They're brain dead. And I see on news outlets saying that the border is secure, it's closed, people are coming into the United States, are doing it legally. I'm like, no, that's not how the law is written. You have to go through a process to be a legal citizen in the United States, and just walking across the border is not the requirement that it takes to be one. And we all know what they're trying to do, just like in California, they're, they're letting illegals, which that's the ones that are coming in illegally, not legal, get driver's license. And we all know when you get driver's licenses, a question they ask, which way or what party are you going to be affiliated with of voting? So they're trying to get them an ID, even though they're illegal here in the United States, so they can actually vote. Because last time they got all the dead people to vote for them. Now they're going to have to find a different way because that got exposed that they illegally got into the office. Now they're trying to figure out a different way. And we already exposed that because we see it happening each and every day. It's just crazy how people just brain dead, the living dead is all it is. They're walking around like zombies and thinking everything's okay. I guess the the 80 million voters that were dead didn't work too well last time, so they're going to have to find some living people to do voting this time. Sometimes I sit here and write out things, my little notes, so I can have like a little guideline going, making content in my videos, my podcast, my radio station. And I always think, is it even worth it anymore after all the BS of the censorship that we see on social media and the way they twist things, they delete people's accounts that is speaking the truth because they say, well, it's uh, you're you're uh, fabricating things or you're. misinformation misleading or whatever and then about six or eight months what you actually said actually happens back then it was misinformation it was misleading false information and all you were doing was giving your opinion of what you see written on the wall as you put things together You don't get your channel back. So is it even worth trying to make a channel on YouTube or make a podcast or a radio station when they can just click of a button, make you disappear? Well, 
I have to say it is worth it because even if they delete your channel or your station or your podcast, the few people that you do get your message to will help to get other people to wake up and realize what's going on in this country. And it's not looking good. And hopefully the midterms will turn things around and get this country back on its feet with lower gas prices, lower unemployment, and be more independently financially on fossil fuels and everything else and don't have to rely on other countries so it will self-sustain itself. And right now it's not doing that. We rely on so many other places, other countries, and that's what makes the cost of everything go up. Each person can do their part by voting the right way. Anything else you can do to make this country get back to where it was, by all means do it. But getting out of the political rim, the storm down there in Florida is just intensifying as we speak. It was Category 1. Now it's like up, up to Category 4. Possibly when it's going to hit land. Goes straight. Cut right straight middle of Florida. Go back in the waters. Goes straight up north east or northwest. And goes straight through South Carolina. Of course it's not going to be intensified as much. But still going to be a lot of rain and wind. And no telling, you know, which way it goes when he hits back out in the water. If it's going to go back on land or if it's going to go up the coast in the warm waters. Only time tells if which way it goes. But we don't need a storm coming through this country to destroy it. Because it is getting destroyed within itself by the government each and every day. And that's why we all need to get out and vote them out and get this country back on its feet so everybody has a chance to be productive and have a great life as it once was before the ones up in the White House cheated and got in there and now they are playing pretend to be whatever role they want to play. And no telling who's playing what role. And all about the new green deal and all. It's worthless of actually trying to go all solar. Go battery inter, uh, controlled um, vehicles. Uh, instead of going gas. The infrastructure throughout the nation cannot handle the power consumption if we go all electric vehicles. I mean, look at California itself. They're saying by 2035, it's got to sell nothing but um, electric vehicles or 50% vehicles that is electric. They already banned or going to ban soon um, gas-powered lawnmowers, weed eaters, and all that. And all at the same time, they're having blackouts 
So if they can't handle the demand that they have now, what makes them think they can actually hand, handle more electrical demand if they make everything go to electrical? That is stupid. That's unethical. It's just not going to work. The science even says it won't work. It's just, if you can't, if it can't supply what it's got now and you put more on it, guess what? It's going to get even worse. I, I just don't understand that way of thinking. It's just going to be disastrous when they try to put more on their infrastructure of electrical and it's just going to shut things down. It's going to put an overload. It's not going to look good. You don't have to be a electrician or a rocket scientist to figure that one out. That's just common sense. Oh, that's right. We're talking about California. There's not any in there. At least not the ones that makes any difference. Now, of course, solar is good if you use it for the right reasons. I mean, people can have solar on their house. They have a battery backup just in case, which never happens. You know, the... the the grid never goes down, you know, never, nobody has blackouts, but when they do, you can have solar power to survive regardless if it's a few hours or a few days, just like down in, in Florida, you know, a storm coming through solar would be great to have solar with a battery bank and be able to kind of survive, you know, keep your refrigerator running, keep your phones charged, keep your, you know, your sodas and, and be able to uh, have your gas grilled, be able to cook and stuff like that, just to survive. That's mainly what solar is good for, is to survive when you don't have power. Not to be your main source, but try to explain that to them is, you know, just wasting your time. I mean, just like myself, I got solar on my RV just in case a storm comes through here, we might get part of that storm that's going through Florida. Come through here and may knock out the power lines. You never know. But if it does, I have a place to go and I can cook, take hot showers, and be able to watch TV and whatever, you know, and keep going even without the power because I have a battery bank. I, you know, I have solar. You got to put things in perspective and try to. Think rationally. The ones up there playing pretend in the White House is not doing none of that. Polls show that crime is rising everywhere in the United States. Places that really didn't have a high crime rate is actually getting one now. Because people are trying to survive and they, they, they don't have a job anymore because they lost it or... The prices are going up, but their pay is not going up. So they got to do whatever they feel that they need to do to survive. And that's usually when crime happens. They will steal from others just to survive. And that's just human nature. It's getting out of hand. And I do believe it's just going to get worse before it gets better. Prices are still going up. I mean, I went to the grocery store you know, just a few days ago, and I remember we can spend with a family of of five not too long ago. We could spend a hundred and hundred twenty five dollars, and we'll have the 
grocery cart half or more full of of uh, food with no problem. Now a hundred dollars, you're doing good if you can cover just the bottom of the cart without any items sitting on top of each other. It's crazy. Last time I went, I spent like 85, 90 bucks, and it was just, well, I didn't even need the basket. I needed one of them little hand-carried baskets that you get at the front door. All of it would fit in it. Almost $100. It's, it's just getting out of hand. And the gas prices, people say, oh, look, they're doing great. It's going down. It's getting $3.30-some. Uh, $3 well, that's because we're using our own reserve. We're producing or using our own supply that's how you keep the prices down when you use your own fossil fuels that you have you don't rely on other countries and it keeps the gas prices down but guess what that reserve is getting ready to run out and when it does the gas prices are going to go back up and also you know gas prices go up around thanksgiving and christmas because a lot of people travel and it just automatically that's the time it goes up. So when you run out of reserve and the season when gas prices go up anyway, just like the summertime, it's really going to escalate the prices. You think that it was high when it was like four fifty or five dollars. It's possibly go even higher than that this time. So be prepared for that. Something else I have seen go up over the years too is credit card fraud and we see a lot of businesses now that's talking about and wanting to go cashless that's not going to be a good thing because that's just going to increase credit card fraud even more because if they do away with cash which is i don't see where that can actually physically happen because there's millions you know 12 million or more people that does not have a bank account don't have a credit card and they live check by check cannot discriminate them and say oh, i'm sorry but you're not going to be able to live anymore because we are a cashless society not going to happen i don't care how much you want to go cashless the whole nation is not going to go that way and plus, there's a bill sitting in the house up there that's already went through the house and passed. Now it's got to go through the Senate and they are revisiting it. Um, I forgot exactly what it was called. It's uh, the right. Uh, some kind of gives you the right to pay whichever way you want cash or whatever, since the cash is a legal tender. I do believe, correct me. Maybe I'm wrong, but I want to say the bill is Payment Choice Act of 2021. I do believe that is actually the name of the bill. Payment Choice Act of 2021. I want to say that's it. I may be wrong exactly the way it's written, but I want to say that's the name of it. It gives everybody the right to pay for merchandise or services or whatever in person brick and mortar of any legal tender of credit cards debit cards cash whatever and businesses cannot refuse cash 
to a certain point, anything under, I think it said under 2000, anything $2,000 or less, they cannot refuse cash payments or if they can't give change for whatever. There's stipulations in there where they are not, re, you know, not uh, required to accept cash, but pretty much 90% of the time, anything under 2000 they have to accept cash, and that will go across the board. I think that's a good thing. If you don't want to accept cash anymore, close your brick and mortar, go online and accept credit, par- credit cards and call it a day. But the people that gets a paycheck, goes to a bank, gets it cash at that bank because they don't have a bank account, but they have an ID where they can cash the check and live and pay all their bills with as a money order. They cash the check to get cash and get a money order because they don't have a check account. They don't have a debit card. They don't have a credit card. So they can live on a daily basis of their necessities that they need and they should not be forced to get a check account. Maybe they can't get a checking account. Maybe they can't get a credit card, but that should not stop them from living. They should not be punished because of it, because of their lifestyle or things that happen bad in their life that caused them that they can't have them things or luxuries anymore. They should be able to live. This is a free country as long as we can keep it that way. We have to fight for it. Cashless society is not going to happen. I don't care how much people want that to happen. It's not going to happen. If you want to go cashless, fine. Put all your money in your bank. Pay with your debit card. Live on. But the people that don't have it, leave them alone and let them use their legal tender to pay for whatever they need in their life. It's simple. Just because it's good for you don't mean it's good for the next person. I mean, it's just like little things like people that is trying to make a better life for themselves. The ones that's going to succeed is the ones that don't complain about what they don't have in their life. They look at life as other people has less than what they have and they appreciate what they do have but all at the same time they work to get things that they don't have but they don't complain about it they appreciate everything they have in life and know that there's people that is less fortunate than they are and they help out them people as much as possible but at the same time grind each and every day they rise up every day they grind every day to make their life better to get the things that they do want in their life so go out there rise and grind and make a life for yourself that's better than it was yesterday you may succeed each and every day sometimes you're going to fail but you learn by them failures So you won't do that failure again. Sometimes it happens. You fail and fail and fail over doing the exact same thing to make it happen. But there's so many opportunities out there to be able to get your life better to the next level of success. Better than it was back in the 70s and the 80s and early 90s. Before the the internet 
which things change name, but the thing itself does not change. Just like back in in the early 80s, we call it the World Wide Web. Now we call it the Internet. It's the same thing. It just has a different name. Do what it takes legally to make your life better than it was the day before. However your life is today, do something today to make it better by the end of the day of tomorrow. And do that every day. You may fail sometimes and you may succeed sometimes, but you never know unless you get out there and try. So thanks for listening to Rise and Grind podcast. I know I went on a rant on quite a few things, but that's what I have here. I know other people feel the same way on some of the topics that I refer to here on my podcast because I talk to people each and every day, just stir up a conversation and just at like Walmart's entrance. I say, hey, can I ask you a question and just stand there and talk to them and get their perspective and their outlook and their thoughts on what's going on in this world. I realized very quickly that I'm not the only one that's thinking the way I think about things that's happening in this world. Theirs is a little different sometimes, but some of them are dead parallel with what I'm thinking. And that's why I said I can care less what anybody else says or what anybody else thinks about my content on any of the platforms that I'm on. These are my platforms. I'm going to say what I want to say. If you like it, fine. Thumbs up, follow. I appreciate it. If you don't like it, nice knowing you. Goodbye. You're just a walking dead. Have a great day.